Efforts to shift away from fossil fuels and replace oil and coal with renewable energy sources can help reduce carbon emissions, but may cause increased inequality, according to a new study. Joining us is co-author of that study, Julius McGee, Assistant Professor of Sociology in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences at Portland State University. Professor, your study indicates that renewable energy use can indirectly drive energy poverty. What exactly is energy poverty? Energy poverty is an argument surrounding the idea of energy consumption or energy in general being a human right, and that there are a number of individuals whose access to energy resources are so limited that it fuels their own lifestyle of living in poverty. One example of that is for some people, even in places like the United States, their energy bills relative to their total monthly income require them to make decisions based on, you know, how they're going to spend their money. It could be that I'm going to, you know, freeze during the nights so that I can afford my food. And people who have to make these kinds of decisions are those we say are living in energy poverty, where their income relative to the cost of energy they need to consume to produce their daily lives becomes a further source of inequality or further source of impoverishment for them. Why exactly does renewable energy result in energy poverty? Renewable energy in particular, because it costs more still than fossil fuel energy, at least as far as how individuals access it on the grid, oftentimes increasing the share of renewable energy tends to increase the price per kilowatt hour of fossil fuels. In places in the United States, middle class or upper middle class households may dish out absorbent amounts of cash to pay to have solar panels put on their home, and they get a tax rebate for that. In addition to that, their energy bill will go down because consuming renewable energy in the form of photovoltaics is actually far cheaper than being directly attached to the grid and consuming fossil fuels. Sort of trade-off of that is the excess energy from those solar panels on their homes goes right back into the grid, which then takes away from some of the share that fossil fuel producers have traditionally had on the grid. A lot of those fossil fuel providers have responded by increasing the amount of money per kilowatt hour that they charge for consuming their energy. So you can imagine an individual living on energy poverty who, say, is just barely getting by for their basic needs to be met on the current price of energy, then all of a sudden is hit with this bill where the price per kilowatt hour of energy has gone up by 10 cents. That can have a large impact on them Sometimes what that corresponds to is an overall decrease in energy consumption because those individuals just find ways to reduce their total energy consumption in order to get by their day-to-day lives, which is why total energy consumption is really going down also in some of these nations where you see a higher percentage of energy coming from renewable sources of energy. We're talking with Julius McGee, Assistant Professor of Sociology in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences at Portland State University, talking about a study he co-authored on uh, efforts to get away from the use of fossil fuels and replace them with renewable energy sources can have an effect of increased inequality. Professor, what sort of recommendations do you have for policymakers based on your study? What suggestions do you have that can improve the situation? First of all, sort of a change in mindset and ideology. I mean, even the term energy poverty, I think that that's not in the vernacular of a lot of policymakers. And I think it really should be embedded in the notion of energy poverty. It's the idea that energy is a basic human right, that most of us need energy to just get by our day-to-day lives, to heat our homes, stay cool, to keep our food from going bad, right? We need energy, mostly fossil fuels, in order to survive. 
And so my recommendation to policymakers is to first rethink how we think about energy consumption and that if it's a human right, maybe we should think about supplying it somewhere at the level of how a lot of nations think about healthcare as something that's a human right. So taking the profit incentive off of the amount of energy needed for individuals to produce their daily lives. And then from there, having conversations about what other ways do we profit off of energy outside of providing it to individuals who absolutely need it to survive. If we don't do that, what oftentimes happens when we try to implement renewable sources of energy is that, you know, it furthers competition, which is what leads to these sort of increases in inequality, because we're not valuing it as a human right, we're valuing it as a commodity that can be a profit that can be made off of it, which is what leads to a lot of the outcomes that I'm finding in my study. Julius McGee, Assistant Professor of Sociology in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences at Portland State University. This is an interesting topic, and uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. To get more information about our guests and topics, you can find InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Internet services provided by Pear.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporter Roy Mackey and our executive producer Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>